Welcome into the Snapped Podcast, my personal audio journal. My name is Tyler Kluber. I'm a personal trainer and podcaster, but it gets a little bit deeper than that. And this show is going to give you an inside look on my thoughts concerning health and fitness, business, mindset, and creating the life that you feel lucky to live. I hope you enjoy the show. Sit back, relax, and let's have a day. Man. We're back. We're back again. I'm on this goddamn microphone again. And dude, my voice sucks. That's okay, because it's Christmas. Clearly, I've got some energy today. Welcome in to the Snap Podcast. Ho, ho, ho. We're nine days out from Christmas. I love Christmas. I think I said that in the last episode for some reason or other. And I didn't even really plan out this episode. I was just sitting here knowing that I have to do this episode And something told me to just, hey, hit record, which is often what I do. If you guys could see me, hold on, I'm going to move the microphone out to the right here. On the YouTube, I'm wearing that new merch. Let's have a day. Let's have a day. And that's just what we're trying to do every day, is just have a day. And that means have a good day. Put some effort, some productivity into your day. Have a good attitude during the day. Get done all the things that you continually tell yourself that you're going to get done during the day. And so far, so good today on this 16th day of December 2021. A Thursday. Today's episode is going to focus on... My training, always exciting, probably not as exciting as some other topics for some people, maybe more exciting than other topics for some people. Who knows? That's why we do the episode and then we figure it out. Last week, I talked about, what did I talk about? I think last week I talked about the recap of the Indianapolis weekend. Is that right? I believe that was right. And by the way, I'm doing this a day late. And let's get into that real quick. Yesterday, Wednesday, I wake up. I do my morning cardio, two sessions, which is the topic of this podcast. We'll get to it in a second. So I do my morning cardio, which is about 30 minutes long right now. Real quick, because I needed to go to the car X and get my oil changed because I'm not a real man and I don't change my oil. Okay. So I pay to get my oil changed and I go over there 7 30 AM appointment. Right. So I had to get the cardio in at like six 45, make a quick little breakfast shower, get over there. I know that it takes mm, forever to get your car in at one of these places. Uh, Even when you have an appointment, 
regardless, I go there, I get my car in. They come out at mm, oil change and alignment. They come out at 9.15. So we've already been there for an hour and 45 minutes. Oil change and alignment. And they tell me that the alignment isn't done. Uh, Great. What are you doing? And that I need new brake pads and rotors on the back side of the car. So it's okay. It's all good. But ended up being there till 1245, dude, because I take my car there and I sit there and I wait. I don't drop it off. I'm too far from home. I'm not Ubering home. I wasn't going to walk home. Wife is at work. So I went from thinking, oh, I'll be there for two hours for an oil change, whatever, sit there, listen to a podcast, to I sat at the car X from 730 to 1245. Okay. Now that we got that out of the way. So that clearly put a little wrench in the day. I had two business calls to be on, of which I had to take at the car X. I had multiple other things to do, including this podcast yesterday. Not only that, I... (laughs) We needed a new garbage disposal that started leaking earlier in the week. My neighbor, shout out to the neighbor, is a plumber. So she, yes, she uh, was going to do that in the afternoon. So after the car X appointment, I had planned on going and getting a new garbage disposal, picked that up at the fleet farm, came home, trying to get the podcast in for the wash to walk-ons. Kevin had to do it at a certain time, had to shift the schedule around this, that, the other thing. By the time, by the time we got to 430, It was dinner time and I didn't have time to even, I didn't even have time to work out. I skipped my second workout, my guys, what's going on? So that ruined my whole day yesterday and I didn't work out and I didn't get to do this podcast. So here we are on Thursday and now I just told you some random shit that you don't care about for the last 10 minutes. Yay. All right. We're having fun. Put me on 2x speed. Sorry, it's been that kind of week. Anyway, and the light, if you're watching the YouTube video, I'm just whitewashed by the light coming in from the window. So as I mentioned last week, I started training two sessions per day for my CrossFit game season training. We're going to talk about what that looks like how that differs specifically from the one session a day that I had been doing, where that's going to go, like how does this evolve? On what time frame does it evolve? When does it end? What's the the end goal here? Why are we doing two sessions a day? And all the accessory topics of conversation that come along with that. And I'm yawning. Yeah, baby. Respect. 
Because if I, if I tried to hold back a yawn, that would be not being me. I would have to be changing myself. And I don't want to be fake. And so I'm going to yawn in this podcast. Two months, three months, sheesh, right? Three months ago, I created this plan, right? Four-phase plan to build up my training to the CrossFit Games Open, which starts on February 24th, Thursday, February 24th. I'm going to make sure that that's actually the correct it is. That is when the CrossFit Open starts. Phase one was to hit the six-week squat program. That was phase one, just the 20-rep squat program. Get a whole bunch stronger in a short amount of time and kind of grind out some strength work. Uh, focus specifically on gaining strength uh, to sort of set a base for this the entire training block, which is a total of 21 or 22 weeks, I believe, right? I needed to be strong, all right? We checked that one off the box. We got six weeks done. Then we added, and, and workouts at that point were one session, about 60 minutes, just an hour working out. We then added 15 to 20 minutes to the, to the session, and until last week, for about a month and a half, we had been going 75 to 80 minutes a day. Uh, and we, we just added some simple volume in there. Continued to do some strength work. Uh, we're, we're more so maintaining strength now. Uh, we probably won't do another six-week, you know, 20-rep squat cycle. Uh, we are going to maintain and work with the top-end strength that we have for this year. Um, specifically, I'm going to work on getting stronger in lifts that I don't do a lot, like a clean and jerk or some hang cleans, hang snatches, um, using that base lower body squat strength and deadlift strength, but we're not going to be specifically working on top end deadlift and squat moving forward through February 24th. So basically for the next two months, three months. Two weeks ago, last week, Monday, we are upping the sessions to now 90 to 100 minutes, right? So we're upping the daily volume by about 20 minutes from 80-ish to about 100-ish. Uh, and we're splitting that into two sessions. The reason we're splitting it into two sessions, for me, this is all what works best for me, right? couple reasons. One, I do not have the time to put all of what I want that work to be, right? Like we're adding work, we're adding work, we're adding volume, we're adding another piece, we're adding this, right, to the entire session. At 90 minutes is the point where there's so much now added to a single session for me and what I have work-wise during the day that I can, at that point, to get the most out of each piece in that 90 minutes, it really needs to stretch out a little bit longer than that. Maybe 
an hour uh, or um, it needs to be a hundred minutes, maybe closer to two hours, right? If we're going to fit all of that into a single session. Now, what is included in that session? 30 minutes increasing by the week of, uh, of low intensity cardio, zone two cardio. We'll get to why we're doing, and, and that's what we implemented starting last week and what pushed this to two sessions. But this is the entirety of what I'm doing in a day right now. So a, a 30 minute plus, it will work up towards 45 minutes once we get closer to the CrossFit Open of zone two cardio. Then in the second session, we do a, and this is sort of what my day looks like as of today, right now. In the second session, we do a 10-minute warm-up um, or, or about 10 to 15-minute warm-up. We do one or two heavy lifting pieces, meaning we will do at least, at minimum, one main lift between squat, deadlift, bench, jerk, clean, snatch. Um, and then sometimes, oftentimes, there will be two of those on a single day because I missed my workout yesterday. Today's workout will actually feature about three of those as far as lifting goes. And those are, you know, per movement, we're looking at 15 minutes. So on a normal day, that's another 15 minutes, maybe 25 minutes if I'm able to, to superset. Um, right now, I've been supersetting pull-ups or barbell rows with squats. Um, otherwise, the other days, they take about a half hour per two lifts, right? And then a metabolic conditioning piece that lasts anywhere from 8 to 20 minutes. Um, and sometimes a skill-specific EMOM, uh, which, you know, I've did the whole podcast on imams, a skill-specific imam, which is working strictly on toes-to-bar, right? Just volume toes-to-bar or volume handstand push-ups or volume wall walks or volume thrusters or volume muscle-ups, right? Same movement every minute, trying to increase my ability to do reps in a single minute, just straight up like how many can I do per set and how quickly can I recover and continue to do another set that that's big or that's that big, right? So for example, week one, you start, you do six toes to bar on the minute every minute. After 10 minutes, you're gonna have, you're gonna have done 60 toes to bar. The next week, assuming you completed all 10 minutes with a set of six, you bump it up. You go, all right, cool, set of seven, right? You immediately increase both your uh, interval sets, right, by, about 15, 16% because you're adding a rep, but you're also increasing total volume in the 10 minute time frame uh, by that same percentage. So you're going from 60 to 70 in the same amount of time as the previous week, 70 to 80 by going seven reps to eight reps up to, I think I did 10 reps a couple times. I did, you know, and the, then there's other ways to play with it, right? But same thing with muscle ups, same thing with anything. Every minute, same, you rest. You try and recover as quickly as you can, shake out that muscle fatigue and go again for another set. So that's what's happening on the EMOMs. 
the metabolic conditioning pieces could be anything, right? Could be 21, 15, nine, five rounds of this, 10 rounds of this. Um, every four minutes do, you know, a certain amount of work, um, 15 minute AMRAP, this, you know, all you, all the CrossFit shit that you see. Um, so if you think about that at minimum, we're doing a warm up, a lifting piece, an EMOM and a, and a Metcon, or we're doing a warm up, two lifting pieces and a Metcon. It's, it's four pieces minimum in that second session of the day. Right. And now if I want to add in that 30 minute, which is a large, which is just a big piece, right. And granted it's low intensity, but you need to recover between each of these pieces, right? There has to be rest time. Um, and just that amount of volume has pushed it over the top. So um, time efficiency wise, if I wanted to add in the 30 plus minute cardio, I could make it a two hour session to what I'm doing right now, but I would be taking five to eight minutes of rest in between each piece, knowing that I have five, six pieces in a two hour session. Uh, and I just don't want to do that. That's a waste of 20 to 30 minutes where if I just move the cardio to the morning, right? Not only can I save a little bit of time, but I can also save my body a little bit and be more intentional and get more out of both sessions. So now in the morning when I do, and I'll do it fasted, I eat breakfast after the cardio, uh, this morning I hit five, uh, repeat 1000 meter rows. Um, with an all-out max effort 500 meter to finish. It took me about 34 minutes or whatever. I'm not sure. 33 minutes. And I was able to give that a full effort knowing that I was going to be done. That was all I had. And I don't warm up for the, for the cardio pieces in the morning. And then I could eat breakfast, whatever. I could recover during this time right now, right? Um, I hit that piece at like 6:45. I finish around 7:30. Um, if I hit it a little later, I finish at eight o'clock. I have three and a half, four hours until to recover. You know, just fully get back to feeling good before I go and hit my strength, my metcons, my imams, all that stuff. So it makes each session a little bit more intentional. You get a little bit more out of each one, and it's more time efficient, right? And honestly, I mean. Any top end athlete in the CrossFit space, they're going to the gym multiple times a day. Now, granted, they don't have to worry so much about the time efficiency because they are professional athletes, a lot of them, who their time during the day, that's what it's for, is dedicated to being in the gym. And so a lot of those guys will be in the gym for three hours at a time, right? A couple, two, uh, two, two to three hour sessions a day. So a total of, you know, somewhere between four and six hours a day. Uh, but a lot of that time is like 10 or 15 minutes of sitting there waiting to recover for another piece, right? Or doing some uh, accessory work that isn't high, highly metabolically challenging, right? Um, so, you know, it comes down to the more and more you want to train, you better have flexibility with your time and, and, you know, most people don't have that. Most people have a job. Um, even I have job stuff to get done where I can't just throw together a three hour session where an hour of it is sitting around in between pieces 
making sure that I'm fully recovered. Right. So we got to split it into two and even, even the pros split it into two. Um, so I'm working out, you know, right now, 90 minutes to hundred minutes a day. Um, and, and that's what the, the workouts look like over we're in phase three right now. So again, phase one was the 20 rep squat phase two was just bumping up the volume a little bit to, to 90 minutes a day, 80, 90 minutes a day. Uh, phase three, again, another bump in volume and a switch to two sessions per day. And throughout this phase three, which we're in currently uh, week two of six, um, the volume is going to increase on these, on these cardio sessions as well. Why are we doing zone two cardio? Why did we start implementing that? Zone two cardio, uh, you can do a bunch of research on it. Marathoners use it triathletes use it, you know, iron manners, whatever extreme endurance athletes zone two is a, um, specifically zone two is essentially, um, any heart rate, not any heart rate about 180 minus your age is where your heart rate maxes out in around in your zone two, right? It's a way for you to train sub maximally it's a range of heart rate that you can sit at for a long, long time and not have to, like, you're not going to get tired. Right. Whereas opposed to like, if you're doing bike sprints or any kind of sprint or heavy lifting, you can only do that for a few reps or a few minutes zone two, you can do for shit up to an hour, 90 minutes. Basically that's where Ironman athletes live, right? They'll, they'll do a eight hour, eight, 10 hour Ironman race. And they'll be in zone two the entire time. It's about 70 to 80% of your max heart rate and training in that zone, in that zone two, uh, is, is a way to build an aerobic base, just get your body used to being at a higher than normal heart rate, much higher than normal. It's, it's a definite exercise heart rate, but you know, you sit there for 30, 35, 40 minutes a day, an hour a day. Um, and your body's going to get used to just working your heart, working at a higher rate for longer amounts of time. And it just makes you more fit. And it's, it's, it gives you a whole lot of benefits. So that has been added in. I need to improve my aerobic base. I especially need to improve my aerobic base. Cause that's, that's an area where I ser seriously lack. Uh, I'm not an aerobic athlete. So um, over the course of the next six weeks, you know, last week we started and it was, you know, 20 to 25 minutes. I've upped it from to 25 to 28 minutes this week. Next week, it will go 28 to 31, 31 to 33, 33 to 35. And then the final week, we're up close to 40, like 35 or 38 to 40 minutes long every morning in phase three. Um, we will also implement the heavy lifting after our zone two training in the mornings starting next week. So we wanted to take two weeks of the six in phase three here to introduce that second session in the morning really ends up being the first session. Next week, we're going to add on the lifting portions, the, the power strength stuff that is from the afternoon is going to get added onto the morning so that we can open up a little bit more time and balance the sessions a little bit more in the afternoon, because that is in prep for phase four, which is um, 
the final five or six week push into the open where you really want to peak and be at your most fit, that is going to be two to two and a half hours a day of training. Both sessions will be between 60 and 70 minutes long and 60 and 75 minutes long. Um, the mornings will be the zone two and heavy lifting. Um, the afternoons will be the skill focus and sort of the uh, anaerobic training, the, the, um, the engine building, right? The high heart rate CrossFit type stuff. Um, so we're hitting sort of everything and that's going to happen in about four weeks, right? So at, this is week two, four more weeks of this uh, phase three that I'm on. And uh, yeah, that's where we're building two, right? Um, why four phases? Why did I nerd out on this and like break this down into four, six week phases and even more so broken down in phase three? I'm building from week to week, like another three or four minutes on the cardio. Um, it's pretty simple. It's just, uh, it's just general overload, like progressive overload, right? Which is how we get better at exercise or strength or whatever we want to do. Basically, you take the idea of, for any of you who have ran a marathon or a half marathon or have trained for anything, you start light, you start slow, you start short, and you gradually build longer or heavier or whatever it may be. You have to condition your body to take those jumps. If I wanted to, knowing that, you know, I'm not me personally, Tyler Kluver with my current life, my, what I have to do for work, how I support myself. I can't train four to six hours a day, right? I can't be, and probably never will be able to live the life of the elite CrossFit athlete. And unless I made the life changing decision to say right now, like, Hey, for the next two or three years, um, this is my sole goal in life. I am going to try and be, I'm, I'm going to try and make the CrossFit games. I will, I will never have the ability to, to train that way to make the games, right? I'm not going to be a games athlete. I know that I've fully accepted that. However, with my flexibility in my schedule and my certain situation, I do think that I can, I can commit upwards of two to two and a half hours a day of training at its peak. So I knew that backwards planning wise, I obviously wanted to peak around the open, right? Be at my most fit when the competition rolls around. So I needed a plan to get there. And to be quite honest, after COVID hit, um, you know, I kind of made this plan back in May, I believe of like, Hey, this is what I, I want to focus and do well and be intentional about the CrossFit game season. You know, after COVID hit in all, I think I got it August 12th or whatever. And then I ran the race and you guys were here to listen to how all that shit went. Um, you know, coming out of COVID, I was, you know, I was in bad shape for a couple of weeks. Like everybody is aerobically like that does some shit to your lungs. And my workouts were 30 minutes of just, light cardio. So there's a large gap between 30 minutes, four times a week, a total of two hours 
of exercise back when I was coming out of COVID to two to two and a half hours, six days a week. When we get into February, that's a total of around, you know, we're getting upwards of 15 hours of training per week. It's, you don't just add that volume in and skip to that right away, right? You don't, you don't work out for 30 minutes, four times a week. And then next Monday you go, all right, this week we're going Monday through Saturday and every day is going to be two and a half hours. So the four phase plan that I kind of laid out there and put together for myself and the, you know, the details within each phase to kind of progress volume wise, that is to make sure that my body can handle that amount of training. And I don't injure myself or get too far ahead to where I'm overtraining, Right. And I think I've done a really great job of that. Um, at least through the first two phases, uh, and now into the first couple weeks of phase three last week, I was very tired because I went to two phases or two sessions for the first time, 90 to hundred minutes for the first time. And it's always that way the first week that you add volume. But now week two, I feel great. Um, I'm, you know, I, again, I put in 30 to 35 minutes of rowing this morning. I'm ready to go crush another workout right after I finish this podcast. And, um, you know, I'm up at a hundred minutes of, of volume. Right. And again, at max, we're going to be up at like 150 minutes of volume. So we're climbing, we've climbed from the post COVID 30 minutes to a hundred minutes and we'll eventually make it up to 140, 150 minutes. Um, and this is, you have to do it slow and you have to do it right. Uh, and that's sort of where we're at. We're training two times a week. And I, and how many of you care? I don't know. Let's talk about, uh, recovery and what that means. Right. So we touched on what the progression looks like. We touched on why we had to switch to two sessions. We touched on where those two sessions will go. How do we manage those two sessions? Right. That's a lot of work. Like, again, you're going slow. I'm going slow because you need to build your body up to that. Obviously, there's a recovery component of this whole training regimen. And it becomes more and more important the more and more volume you add. Right. If you're doing 20 to 30 minutes of cardio three to five times a week, your recovery isn't much, right? You're doing some low, maybe one or two of those sessions is, you know, gets you up into the 80 to 90 to 100% heart rate uh, zone, right? Zone three or four or five, whatever they want to call that. But most of those are probably just, you know, I'm going for a run and you're, you're living in that zone too, right? You're building that aerobic base, but that's all you're doing. And you're never really going too hard to really force the top end of your output, your power output. So your CNS, central nervous system, your muscles, you're never really fully, you know, beat down. You don't need a lot of recovery, right? Get a, get a few calories in after each run or whatever you're doing. You'll probably be okay. You know, you might get a tight calf or a tight quad or something every once in a while, roll it out, probably take care of your recovery, you know, make sure that you're sleeping, you know, just seven to eight hours at night. You're probably good on just that stuff, right? But as, as you work into the 
levels that I'm at now and eventually will be two and a, two to two and a half hours a day of training. That incurs a cost of extra time outside of the workout as well. Yeah, currently at 100 minutes of training a day, I'm spending about 10% of the time training. Um, not of the time training, but 10% of my training time gets dedicated to body work outside of training as well. So 100 minutes, 10%, that's 10 minutes. Uh, that's not even true. It's about 20%. Um, I'm spending eight to 10 minutes uh, of inversion table a day, decompressing the spine and opening up the hips and the ankles and the neck uh, and the back. Um, and then I'm spending about five minutes stretching and I'm spending about five minutes rolling out muscles, right? 20, 20 minutes. And that's probably low, right? That's going to increase to at least a half hour, maybe 30 to 40 minutes when I'm up at the two and a half hours of training. So you got to make sure you're sleeping. If you're, if you're working out on a consistent basis, one, it should make you more tired. So you should sleep better at night. But if you're working out on, out on a consistent basis and you're not getting, you never touch seven hours of sleep on any given night, you're fucking up. Like you're, that's, that's hindering your ability to recover and make gains, right? Sleep is where we make most of our, muscle recovery, body recovery gains. Calories after every exercise session. Uh, like I said, in the mornings, I'm doing fasting cardio, basically, fasted cardio. Right after I come in, three eggs and a triple zero Greek yogurt, it's about 400 calories. No, it's about 300 calories. 300 calories in the morning. After the afternoon workout, I work out about 11.30 to noon um, is when I start, and I'll finish somewhere around 1 o'clock uh, for these afternoon sessions. Protein shake, that is, uh, depending on if I put one or two scoops, you know, we're anywhere from 150 to 300 calories. And uh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that's about 400 calories. So... You're anywhere from 500 to 700 calories as a post-workout meal. Um, those calories are just sucked right up by the body and used to help immediately start recovering the muscles, replenishing the muscles with everything they just lost, and has been a serious, serious benefactor. Uh, I've been a benefactor of those post-workout calories. Um, I am significantly less sore the next day. You don't realize it right away. But if I were to not eat right after a workout and say, get a meal, you know, work out around, finish the workout around 1.30, right? And then just wait till dinner at five or six. And, and versus uh, split those calories at dinner, same amount of calories, but have five or 600 of them right after the workout. I am significantly less sore. So eating calories right after a workout is huge. Um, and then the last one is, uh, you know, sleep, calories, and body work. Like I just said, you've got to be stretching. You've got to be rolling out. If you've got a, a massage gun, use it. If you have the luxury of a masseuse going and getting massages, 
use that cryotherapy if you're fucking like that. I mean, all the things, right? E-stim machines where you can um, sort of stimulate the muscles with the electricity stuff. Whatever you got to do, you got to put in body work, make sure you're stretched and and that is going to keep you healthy, especially as your training volume increases. But those that's the three-pronged approach, calories, sleep, and body work. You can't neglect any of them. Um, and then honestly, if you want to throw on top of it, I, this, this week started doing some like, uh, mindfulness practice, just laying down on the floor, breathing, doing some box breathing and just trying to open up the mind and think it's a little meditation, 10 minutes in a dark room. Um, and that can really be part of the recovery as well, uh, sort of mental health recovery, uh, part of it because training to getting up to train even right now for a hundred minutes a day. Sometimes it's like, holy shit, I got two sessions today on top of all the work stuff I have to do. So that is where we're at right now. The training will increase as we go along. Again, I'll give updates. Not every episode is going to be, um, you know, me just talking about exactly what my training looks like. And this was probably not that interesting. Like the entirety of this episode was definitely not of interest to most of you, but that's what it looks like. That's the philosophy. And that's what we're working with right now. So if you have any questions about that, increasing your training volume, how to recover better, hit me up. Snap podcast. It's where we come and we learn and, you know, we get better. So I'm going to go train. I've got a, I've got a little hour session to train right now. So um, squats are on the menu. Get those legs nice and warm. Everybody, I will talk to you next time. Peace.